Hello, hello you guys. Welcome to Unrelatable with Maddie Weisner. I literally wanted to scream and I thought about doing that like to start the whole vibe. But we decided that that wasn't exactly part of the brand or authentic to myself at all. And I tried it once too and it sounded really bad. But it is 2024 and I'm just excited. I wanted to express that in some way. And I guess what better way to do it than just to talk about it being 2024 for 30 minutes, 25 minutes, 45 minutes on this beautiful Monday that just happens to be the first day of the year. And you guys, when I tell you that my coming up with doing 2024, the ins and outs starting the new year, what I'm leaving behind, what I'm bringing into 2024, when I I came up with that idea. That was my original thought. And I was feeling cute. I was feeling creative. I was ready to go. I go on TikTok. I go on Instagram. That is all I see is everyone's ins and outs for 2024. So, I'm not mad. I just thought I was going to be original and was disappointed when I wasn't. And then I'm like, okay, should I try and figure out what else to call it? Should I talk about something else? No. Changing it would have felt forced. So that's reason number one why. And I'm not going to change myself to like mesh better, even if that is to change myself to like not be like everyone else. And I mean, if I'm passionate enough about what I'm bringing with me into the new year and then what I'm leaving behind, obviously it's going to be a great episode. So with that, we are going to get into my 24 thoughts on my ins and outs of 2024. Just so we are on the same page and so I don't confuse anybody, I wanted this episode to be up live, ready to go for you ASAP on January 1st. So I am recording this on New Year's Eve. So if my like perspective, my past tense, my present tense, my future tense is a little bit off, that's why. And I'm honestly really glad that this just happened to be our Unrelatable Health and Wellness Monday on New Year's Day because last year I was on my podcast grind when 2023 started. But I was also so fed up with 2022 that I literally did not listen to a single podcast episode that was any older than New Year's Day once the new year had started, if that makes any sense. Like even if I found a great podcast that I like wanted to catch up on, I would listen like back to their previous episodes, but nothing in 2022. And I mean, I don't want you guys to do that because we have great content here on Unrelatable with Maddie Weisner. And that was definitely me being super dramatic next year or next year, last year. Yeah, last year when 2023 started. But I also need to be honest with myself and it is very likely that I will do the exact same thing starting tomorrow. So for that reason, I'm really glad that we are starting fresh on this Monday, first day of January, first day of 2024, first unrelatable Monday in what feels like forever, just because we didn't have anything go live on Christmas Day. But I'm really excited about this episode. This has been something that has just kind of been living in my notes for a while, and I've just added to it, taken away from it, worked on it over the last month or so. And we do have a listed number of 24 things. I, I'm going to say the number just so we like know kind of where we are. I know we're going to get through the first chunk a little bit slower than we will the last half. Well, maybe that's just how it's looking right now, but we've got ins, 
and out for the new year. Okay, so what I'm either starting in 2024, what I'm carrying into 2024, what I'm leaving in 2023, or we also have some swaps. Like instead of X, I'm going to be doing Y. And we really have a mixed bag. <laughs> and I'm gonna play music. Okay, okay, starting at number one out of 24, my ins and outs, here we go. I am swapping the slicked back ponytail hairstyle for day-old hair with a headband. And I'm hoping that that makes sense, but this year I've gotten really into the longevity of my hair, taking care of her, treating her respectfully, fairly, nicely, but I have naturally kind of wavy curly hair and I absolutely love her because she loves being told what to do but I'm also a fitness gal I teach like teaching spin especially you cannot teach a spin class and like be good for the rest of the day you can't take one and not sweat either but post spin hair is literally soaking wet and so when I was teaching spin once or twice every single day I was never really focused on my hair I was just kind of it was in my way and it was always gross so typically I always shower at night and my habit was and this was probably I feel like I started this situation probably in honestly we could say June July like this summer is when it started but I went from washing my hair every single night and then I would wash it again sometime during the day after I'd worked out. And then I would basically just not let it dry. I would kind of slick it back into a ponytail with a hair mask every single day and then wash it out and just repeat the cycle over and over and over again. And my hair was just so tired. My scalp hurt all the time. So instead of that, I just adopted an approach that was a little bit more holistic. Like instead of washing my hair literally twice a day, we are washing her now once every three, two to four days. So three days-ish. And because she's wavy and doesn't really know what she wants to do, she loves to be told what to do. So I curl my hair on hair wash days or like the day after, the morning after I wash my hair. That looks good for two days. And then the next day, that's when I'm wearing a headband and then the curls are still curling and they're still doing a good job. And I need to stop talking about this, but I was also, instead of doing the headband thing, I would still slick it back on that third or fourth day and it just still hurt and I don't, I don't love it. This year too, specifically, I feel like I've really done a good job kind of embodying my feminine energy and stepping into a more softer way of living and like a softer way of health and wellness. And so personally, the slick back ponytail is just not, it's just not a part of my daily style anymore, which is totally fine. And I also don't have talking about this, but like before I'll shower on shower hair wash days, I will sometimes do a hair oil, hair mask for like a couple hours if I'm doing stuff around the house. And that's fun. That's just how we're growing. We're changing. All right. Number two. Also, just as kind of a side note, we are going to be talking a lot about fashion today, but this one is a little bit of a swap too. I would much rather have a quality hoodie and a quality crew neck sweatshirt, like two staple sweatshirts, even if those are the only two sweatshirts I have. 10 out of 10 times, I will always choose that over having a million fast fashion, cheaply made hoodies, sweatshirts, things. So that stuff is out. And then in, 
we've got staples which we're going to talk about in a second but I did want to give a little shout out to the brand mad happy I absolutely love what they stand for I've talked about them on the show before I would also love to go to one of their storefronts in LA or somewhere but not only do they have just a very iconic healthy wholesome brand their quality is unbeatable Luke and I both have sweatshirts from there and we both love them so much. Okay, cool. That's thought number two. Thought number three, we're going to talk about some brands on the rise. And then those are like three, four, five, six, seven, eight, whatever. Number three, Aritzia is in. More specifically, their TNA activewear. And then more specifically to that, the TNA butter collection. And I don't have a ton of their line, so I don't want to like give out maybe information that I have not fact-checked completely, but I do have a jumpsuit from the TNA Butter line. I love it with my entire heart. It is the best quality piece of activewear I own. It is the most flattering. And I just feel like their pieces are, I don't know. They're just doing a really good job. The butter collection is comparable to the Lululemon Align material and everything's just shaped really nicely. This one isn't the TNA butter, but it's the TNA action or TN action, which they have different fabrics, but it's the same stuff. I have the mini bra top in the TNA action. It is the most flattering top sports bra for small chested people like myself. It's so comfortable. And it's just very sleek, not bulky, not over the top at all. And especially right now, Aritzia's sales are actually insane. Please scour their sales section. I've also talked about that on here. A ton of their activewear is on sale and like 75% off for some colors. I also recently just got a pair of their white, like their sweatsuits are also insane, but I got a pair of white boyfriend sweatshorts in my size literally $12. So if you have not looked into Aritzia activewear, this is your sign to do it in 2023. Okay. Number four on our ins and out lists is Hoka. And I said, we were going to talk about brands. These really speak for themselves. I have the Bondi eights and the Bondi nines, both in white, I think, but they are the most comfortable shoes. They clean, even though they're white, they clean so well. Luke has a pair of the Bondi 8s, and I just feel like functional, high-quality athletic shoes are more trendy right now than the opposite. Like, I really like the ugly tennis shoes trend a lot because you can actually wear stuff that's comfortable and is actually gonna benefit your body. Similar to this on our number five train is the brand On. Also feel like they're gonna have a great year in 2024. I have a pair of their shoes in white too. I worked in them all summer when I worked in Colorado. Literally wore them every single day. They held up so well. I was on my feet outside every day. So yeah, Hoka and On, those are both in. (laughs) Number six, Lululemon scubas are out. And I hate to say this. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I, I have a few. I have many. I have had many more in the past. I just, and there's a time and place for everything, but I have just been very into investing in timeless pieces and creating somewhat of a capsule wardrobe, especially with the fact that being a member, obviously I'm a part of this, of the NFL, like we live six months in Green Bay, six months somewhere else. 
And especially with it being rookie season, especially with like some people have family homes and that's their home base. They have a literal house somewhere and that's where they go for the off season. Luke and I do not have a house. So we're kind of just going to be all over the place for the off season. And I'm just really stepping into my capsule wardrobe era. If you weren't able to tell when I was literally talking about mad happy sweatshirts and like having those instead of anything else. But I was just going through my closet and the Lululemon scubas in there were not making the cut, which is really hard to see and feels like the end of the era. And I want to be nice, but I feel like now our market and the consumers and what our economy looks like. Okay, let's talk about it like that. We are purchasing and consuming things with more of a longevity aspect outlook and so we want things that are going to last a long time we don't want something that's going to be trendy for the season and I personally I don't know if I'm totally alone in this but I want to have a wardrobe and anything that I'm keeping with me right now I want my kids to be like hell yes when like I let them wear it or when I pass it down to them like okay we can talk about this number seven is literally anything vintage I love going to vintage stores, but I feel like my closet right now is like literally me preparing to be a vintage store for my children. And most stuff that is vintage as well is also so high quality. You don't have to worry about shrinking it because it's already been shrunk. And I'm definitely like a basic vintage consumer, literally just graphic tees and sweatshirts, but my favorite sweatshirt is vintage and yes I spent about $60 on it and she has been worth every penny okay number eight I know I kind of mentioned the end of season end of the year post Christmas sales online if there is a local boutique in your area that carries show me your moo free people good quality expensive ass denim please give them a visit right now I just went to the cutest boutique in Green Bay. They had a huge sale. I came out of there with two huge, beautiful, the most high quality sweaters. One of them was $20, originally priced at $100. And even then, I would have I would have paid $100 for it. <laughs> I don't, like, I, I literally feel bad that it was only $20. I also got a pair of, like... <laughs> luxury it's like a luxury designer brand that I've been eyeing these they're literally boxer shorts I've been eyeing them honestly since I moved to Green Bay because they had them on the shelves at full price when I got here they're a hundred dollars hundred dollars for like a pair of boxer shorts for women I got them for 10 so that is in for 2024 coming in at number nine these really honestly are just my thoughts. <laughs> I wrote down, I'm trying to dress for Luke's games like I am going to the Met. What is that? The Met Ball? The Met Gala? I don't even know. But I feel like that's kind of where the timeless pieces are coming in, especially being in Green Bay and after Luke lacerated his kidney. <laughs> I have really only had the Packers games to go to. Like that is my fashion statement. That is my time to make my mark. And so I've just been looking at kind of the mindset where it's like, oh, we have a game day. Let's get a new outfit. How about no, we're literally not going to buy something that we are only going to wear once. 
I am going to invest in something timeless, adorable. It can still be a statement piece, but something I'm going to have forever that's going to be a part of the capsule wardrobe I am building, okay? Number 10, this is going to make a lot of sense when you see my outfit for next week, but long coats are so in. I just personally am feeling really sick of the going out cropped jackets that you would wear in college to go to the bars, to go to the frats over like a tank top. And I mean, I had a couple nice ones that I still have and I still wear all the time, but the ones that were like H&M, $10, not actually warm at all, just there for the vibes. That's just not really the look we're going for right now because I'm trying to be classy and bold, I think, in 2024. So long coats are in. I really want a pretty one. I ordered one from Zara that I have very, very, very high hopes for. I have a long vest. It's a long Nike vest. It's a puffer. I feel like if someone made a long Sherpa lined leather or suede vest, I could see it in like the free people catalog. That would be such a sleigh <laughs> and that would just be a big trend. And I, I just can see that a lot happening in 2024 but someone needs to make it first all right number 11 mascara is out eyebrow gel and like gelling your eyebrows brushing them out that is still a sleigh that is still in and on that note I used to literally fill in my eyebrows every single day I started using the dime eyebrow enhancing gel it gels your eyebrows but then it also has like whatever oils in it that helps with hair growth and I use it for my slick back ponytails too when I would do them more often, not only but for like flyaways. And I swear my eyebrows have gotten so much prettier and I used to be really self-conscious of having them not filled in at all. And now we're good. Now we're better. Thank you, Dime. It is D-I-M-E. You guys can use my code. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but we're going to manifest that <laughs> in 2024 as well. But yeah, I'm kind of over mascara. I only wore brown mascara last year or in 2023 and I didn't wear it that much. I also didn't wear that much of it and I feel like you couldn't even see it and then I would rub my eye and then it would get everywhere. So I'm just saying mascara is out. We did reshoot the cover, which I'll talk about more towards the end. I didn't wear mascara in her and I was feeling I really, really liked it. I really liked the look a lot and I just felt cute. I'm so excited for you guys to see it. I feel like we'll be good. Okay, that was number 11. Number 12, so we're halfway there. And I said this one was gonna go by a little bit quicker. Any shower filter, paper towel, special towel, special pillowcase, special sink filter, anything that promises clear skin, like any product that promises clear skin. Yes, I understand the method, but I feel like that was not a thing. A couple years ago, I feel like it's kind of a money grab and all that stuff is out. We are leaving it behind in 2024. And I can say this. I feel like I can say this. I tried all the things. Really didn't notice a difference. At least with my acne and my acne is hormonal. So, I mean, like, I understand if it helps some people. That totally, I get the premise. I'm personally, and this is my opinion, my unrelatable opinion. It's out. Okay, we're done. Also, being left behind, being left in 2023 are pimple patches. And this is a hard one. This is in progress because they really do work, but I always break out again in the same area, just like a little bit off to the side a few days later. 
So yes, they're a quick fix. I just, my dermatologist told me that spot treatment wasn't necessarily great and like should only really be used in emergencies. So I get it. That's why I'm trying to put them out in 2024. I just finally kind of saw maybe this wasn't great for me. This Maybe this wasn't the best. And so I am trying to do a more whole skincare approach. And with that, and a lot of what I've had to said has kind of led me to this, I'm really trying. I've, well, I've really tried, and I feel like I'm in a good place right now. I just really, as we travel, as we change up the environment a little bit, I really want to be in my soft, clean girl, feminine, minimalist era. Like, I really, really want to intentionally be in my feminine energy, and I do feel like I've done tons of work to get here, and honoring that is just in <laughs> for the year. Okay, 15, this one hurts so bad, but coffee is out. I've talked about my coffee recipe on here and, like, the homemade almond milk or the walnut milk, all the things, and, like, the maple syrup. So good. I live and breathe my coffee recipe every single day. I've also mentioned on the show that it was a new addition into my health and wellness routine a couple months ago. And I honestly feel like I talked about this. I literally did. And didn't I say I like was not willing to give that up? And that's why I was going to like do more cycle syncing things. Yes, I did. I said that. Awesome. Well, I changed my mind. Coffee is now a special treat every once in a while. Honestly, okay, this is number, so that's 15. Number 16 is matcha, all right? Coffee's out, more matcha is in, and I do feel like this will be easier because my mindset with introducing coffee into my routine was that when my, like, afternoon energy crash kind of hit or when I, like, wanted to get more work done and it was, like, two or three and I was just drained for the day and only wanted to go on my phone, that's when I would make my coffee, but that's also when I would be able to go to a coffee shop and pick up a matcha because the girls that get it, get it, but a coffee shop matcha hits so much harder. Well, okay. It depends on where you get it, but if you get a good one, that hits so much harder than one you can make at home. And I am so proud of my at-home matcha recipe. If you are going to start making yours at home, I do want to just emphasize that the quality of the matcha powder you are getting, like it has to be culinary grade or not. No, 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 no. Ceremonial grade. Ceremonial grade, not culinary grade. And you really do notice a difference in the quality that you're getting. Most places have different quality or most brands have different qualities and it does matter. But if you don't have access to the best stuff, which I totally understand, I'll get the matcha at Thrive Market that is ceremonial grade, but it isn't the best quality. And then that's when you get those little balls in like the bottom of it that you suck up with your straw and they don't taste good and it's gross. If you're sweetening your matcha at home with honey or like maple syrup, I use honey only. I will mix together the matcha powder and the honey with a spoon in the little matcha bowl until it's literally all mixed together in like a green paste and then add the hot water and then it whisks together perfectly, okay? That is my life tip for you today. But yeah, coffee is now a special treat because we will be prioritizing our hormonal efficiency and cycle syncing, which I just happened to record a great episode on last year. <laughs> Ew, but actually go listen to that. Don't listen to what I said about... <laughs> 
<laughs> only listening to stuff in the new year. And that's also number 18 on our 24 little things. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. Number 17, we will be doing kind of a sweets detox throughout the day. And for me personally, I noticed it's an issue. Well, not an issue, but I kind of realized I wanted to make a change around the holidays when we had a bunch of sweets and desserts out. And I didn't like how I would have a sweet matcha in the morning. And then typically, like, I love Christmas cookies. Frosted cookies are just so good. So, like, a cookie or whatever sometime throughout then. And then it's the afternoon and I'm, like, ready for that. I've already had a decent amount of sugar and then I'm sweetening my coffee as well. So, what is in for 2024 is having both sweet and unsweet caffeinated options because I previously was only like the only ones I liked were my sweet coffees and matchas. And yeah, of course they're going to taste better, but we can just have recipes for both and like understand that both are good. And I don't know. I just, not that having X amount of sugar, I mean, well, having too much sugar isn't great for you, but not that it was an unhealthy amount of sugar. I just didn't feel awesome and wanted to incorporate all options. So yeah, I said 18 is cycle syncing. 19 is working out with your friends. There is a burn boot camp that opened up in Corvallis, Oregon. Well, there is one there actually where I went to school, but one opened up in Green Bay. They were free all month of December. And so me and my friends got to go and try it out. And it literally felt like high school volleyball practice. Like it was fucking hard. But going with friends and having the workout classes and you're like texting each other like, hey, I'll be there tonight. Will I see you? That's so fun. And that's how spin used to be when I would go back home. And I absolutely loved it. I missed it. And it was just really good to kind of get back in that. So I want to prioritize going to workout classes with friends and like creating the community around your 5.30, 4.30, 8 a.m. workout. And I'm talking 4.30 p.m., just so we're on the same page, and 5.30. Number 20, you guys, I'm literally sitting here sweating right now. Using, this is in, all right, using a gallon for hydration accountability. I started this because I needed to hydrate myself. I have been using my Stanley and that has been really helpful over the last few months in making sure I'm drinking enough water. And I didn't realize this. I started doing the gallon thing today, actually, but three Stanleys is one gallon, like exactly. Shocking. But even though I'm drinking out of the Stanley, I still purchased a plastic gallon. I know, don't don't get mad at me, please. It was a dollar and I'm going to reuse it so that I can just visually see the gallon. And it's much easier to fill up my water bottle from that as opposed to from, I don't know, we're just life hacking, making it easy, doing the things. <laughs> Number 20, microwaves are out. Okay, I'm just going to out myself here. If my voice has sounded absolutely insane throughout this entire episode, it is because I am ill. And I literally was talking about how I don't get sick. Luke got me sick. So absolutely straight to jail. I'm so done with him, but it's fine. I'm fine. I feel fine. My voice is just annoying. And this happened literally the last time I was sick and I couldn't teach spin because I couldn't be like, you guys got this and like also be super out of breath. And it was just not a fun vibe. So I apologize. 
But microwaves are out. With being sick, I really kind of have been wanting foods that I typically can't have and foods that I haven't had in a long time. One of those included a burrito, but instead of actually just making a burrito with a gluten-free tortilla, I really felt like I needed a frozen burrito. And so I got one. I literally found a gluten-free non-dairy frozen burrito at the grocery store that actually wasn't that bad. It was actually made with decent ingredients, but I'm looking at the package for how I'm going to cook this burrito. My options were microwave it for about two minutes or put it in the oven for 50 minutes. So I just don't like that math at all. And yeah, microwaves are great. I use the microwave relatively often, but I'm just, I'm, that made me mad and I just wanted to say that. Okay, and kind of in a similar note or on a similar note, number 22, I really, really want to find my love for cooking good food again in the new year, which is also why I don't really want to like use the microwave a ton because that wasn't, that's not really the same vibe. That is not the same vibe as a frozen burrito. So that's in number 23, kind of weird placement, but this one's my new year's resolution and it's very vague this year, like definitely, and I've had way more specific ones in the past, but, oh, and I also said that new year's resolutions are bullshit and I still believe that, but I like mine. Having strength in my independence is the goal for 2024. I love my independence, but I will also be the first person if Luke comes home and is like, hey, want to watch a show and I'm in the middle of doing something, I will drop what I'm doing to go watch a show just because I really love the quality time and I do this with like all my people, but I also like won't get into a good stable morning and nighttime routine because if he wants to stay up and watch a movie, I will also stay up and watch a movie. So just having strength again in my commitment to myself and to bettering myself and like to be okay with that. I just want to work on that. Okay. And then lastly, number 24, I said it was New Year's Eve. I will be eating grapes at midnight tonight for good luck because I just am really into big manifesting energy in the new year. I also wanted to say, just as a closing thought, I really couldn't think of what I wanted the 24th, the final, the last one to be. It was going to be the New Year's resolution. This just felt like a good time to say this. But moving to Green Bay and being around only new people was the first time that that has been my reality since I went through sorority recruitment when I was a freshman at the Oregon State University. And if you know me, you know I hated that experience. But I feel like at first when I got here and when I was meeting all of my fellow wags, you, <laughs> I hate that word so much. It just really gave recruitment energy in the sense that I was trying to please everyone and like say the right thing all the time. And so if you're also in a position where you're meeting new people and whether it's this year, next year, whatever, just know that you don't have to be so damn neutral. When I went through recruitment, everyone's sitting there judging you and they're literally grading you. And like, it matters how well you talk to them and stuff like that. And it's just such a bad situation. And so if you're meeting new people right now, like that is so 2019. If you're meeting new people in 2024, be respectful, obviously, 
But I think that the energy we need for attracting the right people into our lives is to just say some out-of-pocket shit and hoping that whoever needs to stick around will stick around because they will. And again, be respectful, but you don't have to agree with everyone all the time. And obviously I've reeled that in since getting here and like meeting everyone and like, yes, like we have found our people and we love our people. But I just had some major deconditioning to do from 2019 OSU Panhellenic, what was it called? Recruitment. So that's what I'll leave you little bitches with. Oh my God, we're not, that's not the energy we need. Again, sorry about my voice. Fingers crossed that she is reeled in and primed up and ready to go before our Sunday Scaries series on Wednesday because I feel like that's going to be so fun. I literally watched majority or not watched, but I like have been paying attention to football today because the Packers don't play until tonight, but shit went down and we have a lot to talk about on Wednesday. I cannot believe the regular season is almost over. It's literally our last episode, week 18. Sunday Scary is 18. And we'll have a good idea of what the Packers' playoff picture looks like. If we're making it. If we're not, we're making it. We're good. So yeah, also, we are rebranding the show. She will maintain her status as unrelatable with Maddie Weisner. But she's just getting a facelift. Because I've literally wanted one since she got her face. And that will be coming soon. So, in the meantime please rate and review the show and please follow us at madeline weisner on instagram tiktok or youtube if you want there's not going to be much there but that's i think i honestly feel like we might only have one platform i don't know yet i haven't thought about it that much well i've thought about it a lot but i don't know if i'm gonna tell you that just follow us wherever you get your daily dose of unrelatable we are going to continue to use the unrelatable with money weisner instagram account for the meantime so follow us there too And I'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. I love you so much. Bye. Oh, and Happy New Year.